You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 36. We're continuing in the book of Job. And in chapters 35 to 37, Elihu, the young man, continues to preach to Job. Now, Elihu, being the young guy that he is, believes he is speaking genuinely on God's behalf. And so he asks everyone to be patient and to listen to him. And he also believes that if Job had repented of whatever sin he was in, God would have restored him. And in chapter 37, Elihu believes that Job needs a good dose of relearning God's greatness. And we're also continuing in the New Testament. In the book of Matthew, Jesus tells about the future. He talks about the destruction of the Jewish temple. And then he starts getting into some really abstract things, like the abomination that will cause desolation, and refers to the prophecies of Daniel, and talks about the second coming. It gets to be very intense. And there are some people who study this scripture, and there's lots of different perspectives. Some believe it already all happened in A.D. 70, when, just like Jesus said, the Romans destroyed the temple of Jerusalem. But there's others who believe most of the events Jesus spoke about have not happened yet. So you'll have to research to see what it is you believe. But one thing no one can deny is that Jesus said it and called it. And if Jesus was right in his prediction about the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, that, by the way, was a freak accident, then who knows about the rest of the prophecy. Stay with us to hear all the details. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Job 35. Elihu continued. Job, it is not fair for you to say, I am more right than God. Because you also ask him, What's the use of trying to please you? What good will it do me if I don't sin? Job, I want to answer you and your friends here with you. Look up at the sky. Look at the clouds, which are so much higher than you. If you sin, it does not hurt God. Even if your sins are too many to count, that does nothing to God. And if you are good, that does not help God. He gets nothing from you. Job, the good and bad things you do affect only other people like yourself. If people are being hurt, they cry out and beg for protection from those who hurt them. But they forget to say, Where is God, the one who made me? He is the one who gives us songs to sing in the night. He is the one who makes us smarter than any animal on earth and wiser than any bird. Or if evil people ask God for help, he will not answer them because they are too proud. God will not listen to their worthless begging. <laughs> God all 
powerful one up. Pay attention to them. So Job, God will not listen to you when you say that you don't see him. You say you are waiting for your chance to meet with him and prove that you are innocent. Job thinks that God does not punish evil and that he pays no attention to sin. So he continues his worthless talking. Everything he has said shows. He does not know what he is talking about. Job 36. Elihu continued. Be patient with me a little longer. God has a few more words that he wants me to say. I will share my knowledge with everyone. I will prove that my maker is right. Job, I am telling the truth. I know what I am talking about. God is powerful, but he does not hate people. He is very powerful, but he is also very wise. He will not let evil people live. He brings justice to the poor. He watches over those who do what is right. He puts them in places of honor, where they rule like kings. So, if people are punished, if they are tied with chains and ropes, God will show them what they did wrong. He will point out their sin and their pride. He will force them to listen to his warning. He will command them to stop sinning. If they serve and obey him, he will make them successful and they will live a happy life. But if they refuse to obey him, they will be destroyed and die like fools. People who don't care about God are always bitter, even when he punishes them. They refuse to pray to him for help. They will die while they are still young, like the male prostitutes. God saves those who suffer by using their suffering. He uses their troubles to speak in a way that makes them listen. In fact, God wants to help you out of your troubles. He wants to take away your burdens that are crushing you. He wants to load your table with plenty of food. But now, the judgment that comes to the wicked has come to you. Judgment and justice have captured you. Job, don't let your anger fill you with doubt about God. And don't let the price of forgiveness turn you away. Do you think your wealth will keep you out of trouble? Will your great strength be of any help to you now? Don't be like those who wish darkness would come and hide them. They try to disappear into the night. Job, don't let your suffering cause you to choose evil. Be careful not to do wrong. Look, God's power makes him great. He is the greatest teacher of all. No one can tell him what to do. No one could say, God, you have done wrong. Remember to praise him for what he has done, as many others have done in song. Everyone can see what he has done, even people in faraway countries. Yes, God is great, but we cannot understand his greatness. We don't know how long he has lived. God takes up water from the earth and changes it into mist and rain. So the clouds pour out the water and the rain falls on many people. No one can understand how he spreads the clouds out or how the thunder rumbles from his home in the sky. Look, he spreads lightning all over the sky and covers the deepest part of the ocean. He uses them 
to control the nations and to give them plenty of food. He grabs the lightning with his hands and commands it to strike where he wants. The thunder warns, but a storm is coming, so even the cattle know it is near. Job 37 The thunder and lightning frighten me. My heart pounds in my chest. Listen to God's thundering voice. Listen to the sound coming from his mouth. He sends his lightning to flash across the sky. It lights up the earth from one end to the other. Then comes the roaring sound, the thundering sound of his great voice. And even as his voice thunders, the lightning continues to flash. God's thundering voice is amazing. He does great things we cannot understand. He says to the snow, fall on the earth. And he says to the rain, pour down on the earth. God does this to stop everyone's work and to show all people what he can do. The animals run into their dens and stay where they feel safe. Whirlwinds come from the south. The cold winds come from the north. God's breath makes ice and freezes even large bodies of water. He fills the clouds with water and scatters his lightning through them. He orders the clouds to be blown all around the earth. The clouds do whatever he commands. He causes the clouds to punish people with floods or to water his earth and show his love. Job, stop for a minute and listen. Think about the wonderful things God does. Do you know how God controls the clouds? Do you know how he makes his lightning flash? Do you know how the clouds hang in the sky? This is just one of the amazing works of the one who knows everything. All you know is that when you sweat, your clothes stick to you and all is still and quiet when the heat wave comes from the south. Can you help God spread out the sky and make it shine like polished brass? Job, tell us what we should say to God. We cannot think of what to say because of our ignorance. I would not tell God that I wanted to talk to him. That would be like asking to be destroyed. A person cannot look at the sun. It is too bright as it shines in the sky after the wind blows the clouds away. In the same way, God's golden glory shines from the holy mountain. He is surrounded by the brightest light. He is God all-powerful. Who can imagine how great he is? He is completely just and never unfair. That is why people fear and respect him. He shows no respect for those who think they are wise. Matthew chapter 24, verses 1 to 31. Jesus warns about the future. Jesus left the temple area and was walking away. But his followers came to him, wanting him to notice the temple buildings. He asked them, Do you see all these buildings? The fact is, they will be destroyed. Every stone will be thrown down to the ground. Not one stone will be left on another. Later, Jesus was sitting at a place on the Mount of Olives. The followers came to be alone with him, and they said, 
Tell us when these things will happen and what will happen to prepare us for your coming and the end of time. Jesus answered, Be careful. Don't let anyone fool you. Many people will come and pretend to be me. They will say, I am the Messiah. And they will fool many people. You will hear about wars that are being fought, and you will hear stories about other wars beginning. Don't be afraid. These things must happen, but the end will not come until later. Nations will fight against other nations. Kingdoms will fight against other kingdoms. There will be times of famine and earthquakes in different places. These things are only the beginning of troubles, like the first pains of a woman giving birth. Then you will be arrested and handed over to be punished and killed. People all over the world will hate you because you believe in me. During that time, many will give up being my followers. They will turn against each other and hate each other. Many false prophets will come and cause many people to believe things that are wrong. There will be so much more evil in the world that the love of most believers will grow cold. But the one who remains faithful to the end will be saved. And the good news I have shared about God's kingdom will be told throughout the world. It will be spread to every nation. Then the end will come. Daniel the prophet spoke about the terrible thing that causes destruction. You will see this terrible thing standing in the holy place. You who read this should understand what it means. The people in Judea at that time should run away to the mountains. They should run away without wasting time to stop for anything. If they are on the roof of their house, they must not go down to get anything out of the house. If they are in the field, they must not go back to get a coat. During that time, it will be hard for women who are pregnant or have small babies. Pray that it will not be winter or a Sabbath day when these things happen and you have to run away because it will be a time of great trouble. There will be more trouble than has ever happened since the beginning of the world and nothing as bad will ever happen again. But God has decided to make that terrible time short. If it were not made short, no one would continue living. But God will make that time short to help the people he has chosen. At that time, someone might say to you, Look, there is the Messiah. Or someone else might say, There he is. But don't believe them. False messiahs and false prophets will come and do great miracles and wonders trying to fool the people God has chosen, if that is possible. Now I have warned you about this before it happens. Someone might tell you, Look, the one God sent is out there in the desert. Don't go into the desert to look for him. Someone else might say, There he is, in that room. But don't believe it. When the Son of Man comes, everyone will see him. It will be like lightning flashing in the sky that can be seen everywhere. It's like looking for a dead body. You will find it where the vultures are gathering. 
right after the trouble of those days. The sun will become dark, and the moon will not give light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the powerful forces in the sky will be shaken. Then there will be something in the sky that shows the Son of Man is coming. All the people of the world will cry. Everyone will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds in the sky. He will come with power and great glory. He will use a loud trumpet to send his angels all around the earth. They will gather his chosen people from every part of the earth. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 through 9. A father's advice about wisdom. Children, listen to your father's teaching. Pay attention, and you will learn how to think. The advice I give is good, so don't ever forget what I teach you. When I was my father's little boy and my mother's dear son, my father taught me this. Pay attention to what I say. Obey my commands and you will have a good life. Try to get wisdom and understanding. Don't forget my teaching or ignore what I say. Don't turn away from wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will keep you safe. The first step to becoming wise is to look for wisdom, to use everything you have to get understanding. Love wisdom and she will make you great. Hold on to wisdom, and she will bring you honor. Wisdom will reward you with a crown of honor and glory. Thank you, everyone. That was day 36. Join us for day 37 as we continue in the book of Job. And you've heard from Job and all his friends and Elihu. But what happens when God decides to show up and weigh in on these arguments? And in the book of Matthew, Jesus gives some more parables, one about good and bad servants, and then there's a story about ten girls. And it all has to do with really not knowing the day or the time when the Son of Man will return. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.